Good evening, whichever kind of time of day you're joining us here on the Reset Rebel podcast with me, Joe Yule. It's a pleasure to have you back and um, yeah, I'm getting a little bit less frequent at putting out these podcasts the last few weeks because I've been traveling quite a lot and since I started my other line of business of producing other people's podcasts I've just had less time to focus on my own which is a tragedy in some ways but it is making me think a lot more about what it is that I want to put out and share with you for my Vita. and today I felt inspired to finally record this introduction to today's guest because I'm just walking in the hills in San Vicente and as I arrived at the very top of this mountain sweating buckets um i just heard that beautiful familiar sound of summer which only really starts around july time um of the cicadas or the crickets or the grasshoppers or whatever you want to call them and i just love that sound it really reminds me of my childhood when i spent um six weeks of pretty much every summer in the south of france with my my father and I used to have a house super close to here, just down the hill. I can actually see it exactly from where I'm sitting now. And all throughout July and August, I'm going to take a little seat for a moment. Um, you could just hear the crickets and the cicadas and that just incredibly rich vibration. Um, and it just used to completely and utterly take over the yoga terrace. And it would maybe go on like the whole of the yoga class and then right as we began to start meditating it would just magically stop and i always just wondered like what is it that makes that noise end what is it that stops you know maybe a hundred or twenty or a thousand i've no idea how many crickets it takes to make the kind of noise that really enveloping sound that you can probably hear in the background just over in the forest just beyond where i'm sitting you know who's the conductor of that orchestra in that group of uh, tribesmen, if you like. And it's always intrigued me slightly. I've always had a slight fascination with cicadas. And one of the most beautiful things when I was on a retreat once with a lady called Ilona, who's been on this podcast a few times now, when I got up one morning, we were on a fasting retreat, and she, she said, uh, come and have a look at this. And on her computer, she'd um, Googled the orchestra of the cicadas and basically if you really slow down the sound of cicadas um, it is actually like they are orchestrating a piece of music and I suppose that kind of makes sense really um, in the kind of experiences I've had of listening to that sound and the feeling I get from it it is almost like an orchestra performing Um, so I'm interested if anyone wants to go and check that out and uh, and see what you think and uh, let us know because I don't think that that's completely unlikely 
that that is what's actually happening, particularly with that very abrupt ending that can happen whenever they so choose. And I've always loved watching, you know, the BBC proms or um, big, big groups of musicians do exactly that because I think the silence for me always has sort of punctuated the music um, in a way that just makes it so special. So on that note, it's the reason I felt inspired to finally record the introduction to this podcast because I feel like today's guest was a massive orchestrator of epic proportions really here on the island musically um, and also um, in the radio world. And I have felt very, very hesitant about putting this piece of audio out and this interview that we undertook back in 2014. And the reason I actually caught up with today's guest, which is Robert Miles, um, the founder and director and creator of Open Lab, as well as a highly respected musician and composer, was because he was sponsoring um, the Healing Ibiza Festival. So I went to meet him in Santa Catrudis and we had a little catch up. And I was a bit nervous because before I even moved to the island, I was a big fan of Open Lab. And it was one of my dreams to be a part of that radio station somehow. I'd left BBC Six Music in London. There certainly wasn't any other radio stations on the island that I kind of had the same kind of affection for. And reading more about his philosophy of wanting to support and showcase the creativity and architecture and art and design on this island of which there is an abundance of all felt like a place that had a slight synergy with uh, BBC Six Music in lots of ways um, particularly musically being an alternative radio station that doesn't play adverts doesn't play pop music doesn't play dance music um, and going against the grain really of what Ibiza is musically founded upon um, so that was one of the reasons I was I was intrigued, intrigued to meet him, slightly nervous. And the more I read about his background in radio, um, from sort of starting up a pirate radio station back in Italy, where he'd moved from Switzerland with his family when he was quite young, in his teens, late teens, I was just like immediately uh, drawn to meeting him because I've set up a few radio stations myself back in England when I when I was working at the BBC. I uh, created Brighton Festival Radio, which was one of my proudest achievements, really. Two years of doing an RSL, a restricted service license radio station, which we popped in the roof of the Brighton Dome. And for one month, we had a 24-hour radio station. And for me, this felt a bit pirate, because basically you're only supposed to have the aerial in a place where the radius can only be, I think, two kilometres maximum, according to Ofcom. And the first one I ever did in London um, for a bar we had I don't know I think it went for like 20 miles um, in every direction and um, you know we could have gone into a lot of trouble really but obviously we were delighted because you think in London uh, the listenership was uh, pretty huge and the same with Brighton you know hanging off the roof of the dome fitting the area with the technician and trying to get it all right and putting together all of the the technology to to create that project was definitely one of the most exciting things I've ever done so to go and meet someone who'd, you know, had a similar interest and, and created that so young and been such a, a radio passionista, if you like, um, since the off, felt like, yeah, just something I wanted to know more about and hear his story. And of course, his, you know, extreme 
outstanding achievements in the musical world, his composure and um, obviously his track children and his DJing um, were all topics that I just, you know, was really interested in, in asking about. And the fact really that I wanted to put this particular interview out, um, which I found quite painful to listen to. Obviously, Robert is sadly no longer with us, died just over two years ago, very sadly. And it was difficult to listen back to it, knowing that he's not here anymore and quite painful and sad. And I I didn't want anyone else to feel or experience that same pain, I suppose, particularly his loved ones or his family or friends. But I did feel like it does really show what Open Lab is, is hinged on and, and its foundations. And Robert worked incredibly hard to get Open Lab off the ground and to create his dream of art and design and music and technology and incredibly high quality content. That was what he was really about. Um, we had a few interesting, hilarious conversations about yeah, the quality of audio that I supplied him on a few occasions for various different things. And I loved that, you know, high standards are, are certainly never a bad thing. But um, it was his connection to Ibiza, the reasons that he fell in love with this island were what he wanted to really be the centrepiece of Open Lab. And I, you know, it really does still shine through today. Um, these incredible acoustic sessions that we're now having um, from their main studio in Barcelona. Um, and of course, you know, Open Lab's back, back on air. It did very sadly vanish from the airwaves for um, a little while in the aftermath of Robert's passing. And it was very sad that that had happened. But, you know, money is... Uh, yeah, money is a difficult thing with projects like this. This is a very expensive island. Can you hear the cicadas again? They've just started up. I love that so much. And it's not easy to support the, these kinds of projects and keep them, keep the dream alive, keep that legacy on air, to keep that quality content and place to kind of rest our weary ears upon. Um, for me, feels like a little safe haven um, that you can tune into when you're driving around the island that feels like home for me. I love listening to that kind of music. It's definitely more my bag than a lot of the other radio stations and output um, across across the board. So to have it back on air is just magic and um, a real achievement and a real sign of the hard work that all of his... Um, nearest and dearest in his uh, immediate vicinity uh, and colleagues and supporters of the network have put in a lot of hard work and the radio station still needs still needs a bit of support it still needs money to stay alive and to stay as a presence um, on the Ibiza landscape of radio and I think you know, if you listen to today's interview and you feel like you want to contribute, then you can go to um, the openlab.fm website and donate some money. Um, and I just feel like now is a good time to put this interview out when that is the requirement to keep Open Lab alive. Um, so, yeah, I'm not going to talk any further. This is an interview I recorded back in 2014. It's, it's a really lovely lovely listen to the reasons why Robert fell in love with Ibiza and wanted to stay here and create his dream so I think that in itself is just a very inspiring thing to share so um yeah don't go away Robert Miles from Open Lab 
I'm Robert Miles and um, I run uh, Open Lab Radio here in Ibiza on uh, www.openlab.fm. So uh, we're sitting in Santa Catrudis Square and uh, we, we've, we've got here together today because obviously Open Lab, quite a forward-thinking, inspiring musical soundscape platform on this island is actually going to be the sponsor for this year's Healing Ibiza Festival, which is a pretty magical thing in itself to, to actually have the backing from, from such a, an alternative, beautiful station on the island that actually does something a little bit different, a little bit like Healing Ibiza, two brands that resonate strongly. And what made you decide to get involved in the Healing Ibiza Festival this year? Because obviously it is a festival that absolutely celebrates a, a different side to the island perhaps some people are not quite so au fait with well uh, you know anything that is a kind of alternative and that reflects a bit our ethos we really want to be part of so when Toby you know the organizer of Healing Ibiza approached me to see if there was any chance to collaborate together I thought it was a brilliant idea and uh, so we decided for Open Lab to become the official media partner. I mean, you say that Open Lab's ethos is perhaps, you know, similar to, to Healing Ibiza. What is the Open Lab ethos? Well, um, you know, it's an alternative uh, creative platform. Um, I like to describe it as a creative space for forward-thinking people, um, where, you know, people of, from all, all over the world can... Uh, get together, we're creating a community, we have a strong sense of community, we're, we're definitely an eco-friendly platform, so we try to respect you know, the environment and um, we try to use materials and you know, things that are kind of respecting the environment when we produce any packaging or anything that is related to what we want to give out there to our people, to our community. And uh, yeah, I think that kind of blends in quite nicely with Ealing Ibiza because they also, you know, trying to be on the same kind of lines. They try to be inspiring with people. They try to make people discover the really nice sides of the island, which are not so popular and um, living in harmony and, you know, feed the environment around you and be positive. I mean, obviously you've decided to, to create this radio station here on Ibiza and, and you're kind of like a global player musically. You've traveled the whole world DJing, you know, taking obviously your very well-known track children to God knows how many um, different musical outlets and, and wonderful performance spaces over the years. Why Ibiza? Why is it such a special island to you? Well, I've been coming here since 88 and um, every time I was coming here, in the beginning we used to come just for like you know, fun. We were very young and we were coming here uh, for the summer. And then I started to play here as a DJ. And um, I also started discovering, you know, the many different sides of the island. There's lots of spaces where, you know, you can only reach maybe walking up the hill and then going down in this beautiful little stretch of, you know, sand. And um, the sea is amazing. The air is amazing. And the, the energy on the island, I think, you know, always attracted me they say it's a Scorpio island I'm a Scorpio too so maybe that's what's attracting me I don't know but uh, yeah there's definitely something special you know in this on this island and I just wanted to be part of it and to get that energy and translate it um, you know with something a bit more alternative because uh, the island has always been known especially in the last 20 years as a party island and um uh, I think it's about time to, you know, bring Ibiza into the 21st century and let people know 
around the world that it's not just a party island, but there's way more than that. And what else would you say that it is to you? I mean, obviously, listening to your radio station, mm. Open Lab, I, I constantly I can feel what what it maybe means to you in terms of that alternative kind of aspect. But what, yeah. what 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 you know? What is that kind of energy that everybody talks about here? That's so sort of magical. It's obviously quite hard to maybe pinpoint it exactly in words, but maybe you could try for us. Yes, as you say, it's not an easy one to describe. <laughs> it's more something you feel, but. Um, I don't know, it's just like, you know, a place where you feel good with yourself and, um, you know, there's a lot of very interesting people living on the island and the more I live here and the more I see new people are moving in and uh, there's lots of creative people, a lot of people that are interested in alternative uh, way of living. You know, a lot of people are doing yoga, there's lots of yoga teachers, there's lots of artists, there's lots of all sorts of, uh, you know, people and they all come in here with their ideas and they merge in and they blend in with the local community and you can see you know on a monthly basis new things happening and um, it's just nice I don't know there's just a sense of community that I really like and once you start knowing you know different people on the island and they all try to do something nice and different and inspiring that's the kind of community I want to you know identify with with Open Lab. I think the thing about this island actually is, is that a lot of us discovered it through our, our heyday of maybe coming here to, to play and party or, or to share our music. But healing Ibiza obviously is, is about exactly that. And you know the fact that all of us found it through music also means that music is quite a healing power on this island, not only through uh, the fact that we all dance together and, and share a space through music, but also you know via the power of radio or just using it in a yoga class or to meditate to, to breathe to, all of these wonderful things. I mean, how and why is music healing to you in your journey? Well, you know, music is uh, an essential part of everybody's life, I think. I mean, imagine if there would be no music around you. That means no sounds and no noises at all. You would just live in a deaf world kind of thing. I think it, would, it wouldn't be the same, wouldn't it? So you need to... You need to take music into consideration as a part of your life and of course then within music which is such a wide and big world there um, spectrum you need to find your own kind of niche and you need to find music that resonates with yourself and that gives you a certain you know feedback and a certain energy and that you're fine with it you know some people like to listen to a certain kind of music some people like to listen to a different kind of music we all have our own little kind of you know match there within the music spectrum the kind of music I'm trying to convey and I'm trying to push on open lab is definitely a sort of music that gives you emotions and that has a strong emotional you know side to it um, I think because it kind of fits with the island energy as well. The island has, you know, this really strong kind of almost spiritual energy. And I think it would be nice if when you, you know, you drive around or you, you're chilling at home or whatever with your friends, it would be nice to listen to some sort of music that applies to that mood. And that's what we're trying to do. 
<laughs> I mean, it's obvious from listening to Open Lab that it's very much a, a channel that's set apart from the rest of the type of music that we have on this island. And, and you know, when, when you originally get here and you kind of are surrounded, I guess, in part, obviously depending on where you hang out, by this kind of electronic music and it's also about the frequency of the vibration of this music and it's sometimes you know a vibration that's created that can cause you to perhaps feel a little bit agitated or or a little bit yeah absolutely oversaturated by this by this by this frequency so it's nice that you've actually come here to create a new vibration a new frequency through open lab yeah well that's exactly what we're trying to do you know applying the different time and mood of the day to the music selection that we present on Open Lab. So in the morning you will have more kind of, you know, songs and uh, music that puts you on a happy mood kind of thing and keeps you going. And then in the afternoon we try to be a bit more, um, uh, you know, kind of indie, electronic. And then we have a sunset segment, which is only very nice, chill-out music. The, but nice chill out music not the usual cheesy Ibiza chill out music that we've been listening for 20 years kind of thing um, and then in the evening we have you know more sort of down tempo and uh, alternative music and then at night it gets into ambient and into experimental music and finally from 5 o'clock in the morning to 7 o'clock we play music for you know people that wake up really early in the morning that likes to do his, uh, their yoga and likes to meditate and we try to play only ambient music and very kind of soundscapey music for that time of the day so it's it's a radio station that you know uh, kind of drives you through the day the 24 hours uh, period with different kind of music for different time of the day and different moods of the day well, we would expect nothing less from a man who's has brought us a piece of music which kind of changed the the landscape of electronica in in some regard. You know, obviously that piece of chill out, awful word to use, really, I guess, in terms of a genre. But you know, uh, obviously that 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 piece of music did change things enormously. And the fact that it only became a trance song in Ibiza is is kind of hilarious but brilliant. And you know, it works. And it's lovely that you've actually put so much thought into something to actually you know considered all of the different nuances of the day and the changes and the kind of you know, different inspirations and, and mindset, I suppose, that people are actually tuned into on this island, which isn't just about kind of electronic music 24-7. So yeah. that's a beautiful thing. Thank you, I think is what we're trying to say. I mean, Healing Ibiza, again, is, is about um, the healing side of the island. This year, it's very exciting that we do have this whole new uh, musical day added into the two-day festival. It used to be a one-day festival. Now, on the, on the Sunday evening, we're having this wonderful mu- night of music that you're going to be leading the charge with, partly through the sunset. I mean, how important, you know, I mean... A lot of people said that music is a, is a transcendentary medium and, and you know, can be a complete and utter day, day changer. Who was it, I guess, maybe for you that inspired you to kind of maybe move your music in that direction or someone that maybe you listen to having a bad day that can kind of move things totally for you? Well, there's been many over the years. Um, of course, one of my favourite bands, all-time favourite bands is, is Radiohead. I think they kind of influenced me a lot you know in what I do today and uh, I've been also following a lot of the you know early alternative scene when I was really young with Robert Free, Brianino, uh, Stockhausen, you know Bill Laswell there were so many people that were really pushing the envelope at that time 
and uh, I've always really uh, you know been more into alternative music and then when the track children came along I don't know I always say it was almost like an accident you know I just went in the studio that morning I just spent a few hours the track came out and I could feel immediately that he had something special to it but I didn't really thought think that you know it would end up in the charts and become a global hit so it was kind of interesting to go and you know to have this kind of experience in my life because being always more into the alternative scene with what I was doing and my DJing and all of that back in the days before children I immediately find myself like you know in, in the stardom world kind of thing which is not really what I'm looking for through music I'm looking more you know about finding myself and identifying with certain emotion and certain you know things that are conveyed through that media and uh, so all of a sudden you find yourself you know in a big city everybody wants you everybody uh, is your friend everybody knows everything about you and it's not an easy thing to deal with especially when you're not used to that world so I just you know I just started to kind of stay on the side a little bit and I started to tell my label I'm not sure this is the kind of thing I want to do because I would, I'm coming from a different world and that's where I belong and that's where I want to be so my next album will be again different and that's what I did and that's where things started to shift you know they, they wanted more of that and I didn't want to do that again and I just went into a completely different direction and then I started to come here more often I set up my own label I set up my own publishing company in order to have control on my music and uh, a few years ago I started to think about OpenLab and you know to build this new alternative platform for the island and for the world because thankfully today with the internet you can be global at the touch of a button which is an amazing thing it's a you know it's an opportunity that is there for all of us so if you have a good idea and you you know I think you have you're perseverant in what you do with the internet you can achieve amazing things well you are so that's lucky yeah. for us <laughs> so we've got something new to dip our little toe into when we wake up in the morning that kind of makes our day go a little bit more smoothly I suppose in some in some regards I mean in terms of you know this idea of, of healing Ibiza I mean I, I don't know kind of you know what, what your journey's been since you've been to Ibiza but I'm imagining that you know with the uh, new setup that you're just about to create this creative hub in the north of the island where people can come together explore different ideas collaborate share work together to, yeah. to create new projects and concepts is that you know what are you what are you actually envisaging for that particular space I just envision a, spa a space where you know as you said all the creative more kind of forward thinking people on the island and abroad because of course the center will be open to anyone that is into that sort of you know art and, and creative aspect um, just trying to create a little community that you know, people can come over, they can gather, they can spend time together, they can exchange their views, they can exchange their ideas, maybe even come up with new with new projects, you know, there, and uh, just give them the space and where people can come and do whatever they feel 
is right, you know, to do in the right moment and uh, where we can all also, you know, spend some evenings to watch a nice movie or to listen to a nice little live band, you know. We're also planning to build a little amphitheater within the center, so like for three, four hundred people, so that we can do live events, we can do all sorts of exhibitions, you know, and we can use it for many different reasons really so like a multifunctional center kind of thing really I mean obviously we've had you've worked with some cra- incredible musicians over the years and, and Nitin Sawney probably be one of my favorites I mean is that you know would you would kind of maybe start thinking about making your own like mini mini festivals or just inviting more more live musicians I guess over for the island because like, the only other kind of live music we seem to receive on this island is the kind of Ibiza Rocks kind of side which just isn't for the alternative pathway I suppose really absolutely I think you know it's very important to bring more live music to the island there's a lot of really good artists around there that would be very very happy to come to Ibiza and perform their music live here and uh, of course they at the moment they're not really part of this because the island is focused mainly on electronic music and you know clubs and uh, that sort of events but I think the the audience here on the island is becoming so cosmopolitan and so diverse especially in the last few years that they all looking for something different as well of course we all like to have a night out and have fun with our friends in a club but that's it's not just all of it isn't it we want to have also maybe uh, an evening where we can sit down in a very pleasant environment and we listen to some really nice uh, world music or jazz music or blues whatever you, you name it you know and um, I think Ibiza really needs more of that and I'm definitely working towards that direction with Open Lab. Well, it can't come soon enough, in my opinion, and uh, I look forward to that day very much and uh, hopefully your space will be confirmed and sorted and bought and, uh, yeah, developed sooner rather than later. I'm very excited. I'm sure everybody else that lives here is too. I mean, do you do you get involved in much of the kind of healing side of the island in terms of, you know, have you been to Healing Ibiza before? Have you practiced much of the yoga or the meditation classes there? Or do you practice? Do you have your own daily practice? Um, well, I, I, I've tried to do uh, yoga for uh, quite some time few years ago but because I spend most of my night in the studio creating and doing things the, the morning yoga wasn't really my kind of thing so I like to think that I'm meditating when I'm working in my studio and I create my music because that's some sort of meditation too at least for me and apart from that I keep I try to keep fit you know uh, eating healthy and going around with my dog and my daughter and uh, you know walks in the forest and and of course, swim a lot during the summer. So yeah, no, I don't, I don't really like practice yoga at the moment. Uh, I did in the past. I tried a few, you know, yoga retreats and stuff. I like the discipline. I like the concept behind yoga, but I also think that it's a discipline that needs to be very. Uh, you need to be very perseverant with it if you want to see some results. Which means you need to do it at different times of the day many times a day and unfortunately I don't have the luxury to, to do that at the moment because I'm I'm so busy with open lab and everything else but uh, you know I think I'm kind of meditating anyway in my own way when I spend time in the studio and create new music and new soundscapes for open lab so I definitely into meditation but in my own in my own way I would say you know at the end of the day 
is such a subjective uh, thing. Uh, everybody can meditate or, you know, in a different way, with different media and different, you know, uh, situations. So I find my way through music, and that's where I belong, I think, and that's where I feel more comfortable with, yeah. I think that's very true about the meditation idea. I mean, I went to a meditation class recently and someone started kind of spouting their kind of, you know, ideas at us whilst we were all kind of sitting there in a group with our, you know, eyes closed and very open to everything going on around us. It kind of put me off and it made me realise that actually I really just wish I'd just gone for a walk on the beach that morning and, and done my own thing because to me that is equally just as, as much of a meditative process, listening to music, walking on the beach, zoning out, you know, dreaming about this and that engaging with different thoughts that's kind of basically what meditation boils down to as it is when you try and tune out these glorious bells behind us in Santa Catrudas <laughs> absolutely <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I agree with you it's uh, you know it's just a, an amazing place to be here and we need to treasure it and we need to make the new generation understand the real essence of, of the island and what's around you I told you that thing. It's so noisy to be such a tiny little machine. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, that's why the daily practices are so important to be able to essentially elevate yourself beyond the madness of life and, and to escape and be able to not engage with the crazy sounds and crazy people that we encounter. And I guess the more experience you have on your mat, in your studio, away from all of this, you know, other stuff that the world envelops that, you know, we cannot actually physically escape, but mentally you can, of course, escape these things. And that's essentially, I guess, through music or meditation or yoga that all we're trying to do is escape and, and be able to have this little safe place we can run to in our brains where we can we can hide, I suppose, and kind of keep ourselves mentally safe from, from all of the rest of it. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. In fact, a lot of... Uh, friends when they come to visit me during the summer they see that I live in the countryside in the middle of nowhere where it's very silent and they always go like are you not afraid of living in a place like this and I'm like I actually enjoyed myself very much because I think that if you can appreciate silence then you know you're in a really good place a lot of people are afraid of silence because it probably makes them think too much about their life their problems you know but I think actually it should be the opposite because uh, <laughs> silence is a, it's a very important part of our everyday life, I think, you know, to reconnect with the world, to kind of, you know, uh, rebalance your energy and it's important to have moments where you have silence around you. <laughs> Sorry, it's just making me laugh because, yeah. This is the most un unsilent part of the day yeah. right here in Santa Catrudis. It's been time. Um, <laughs> it is very much, though, you know, I yeah, guess yeah. in music as well, the kind of the silence in between the notes that yeah. kind of, you know, recreates the magic in some ways. And, and people that do use a lot of silence in their music is, is a brave thing because yeah. no one quite knows what to do in that moment of awkwardness in between, uh, you know, the next piece of music or what to think or what to feel or what's... You know, was that intentional? Has the has the button stopped? You know, it's just a, a kind of a, and it's, it's the same thing in life. I think with these big people call them awkward silences, but for me, I agree totally. Silence is a beautiful thing, and yeah. once you're comfortable in that zone, then that's you know the real magic. Absolutely, there's nothing else. I, I think you know it's one of the most important uh, 
things to achieve in your life really is to be able to live with silence and deal with silence as you say you know because a lot of people are afraid of it and a lot of people feel frightened about having a silent room or uh, living you know in a in a very silent place but they don't realize that it's actually a very good way to uh, go deeper into yourself you know into a deeper level uh, even of consciousness and and analyze things in a completely different way than when you have all this noise and all these things uh, you know kind of taking you away from focusing and concentrating on, on, on a topic or on a you know anything really well I, I, I think we're going to leave it there because yeah. we're hitting a vita this is just yeah it's been really really beautiful and I think people are going to uh, yeah, have a wonderful, wonderful evening of music on the Sunday night. The first ever time we've had this actual real kind of presence and acknowledgement of the music side of the festival, which is great. And we've got lots of wonderful musicians, acoustic musicians, world musicians, which, again, is just a really, really great way to maybe raise the profile of what this island needs and, and, and actually can enjoy, I guess, a, a different different side of things. Robert Miles, thank you so much for talking to us. We're very much looking forward to seeing you and all your Open Lab uh, supporters. Thank you very much. I look forward to seeing you there too. One last question we have to ask you, which is going to be a feature that we've been asking all the people involved this year, is if you'd, what are the three things um, that you wish you'd known or been told then, then could have been as a child, but that you do know now that maybe you could have uh, perhaps helped you in your life or, or changed things for you, or maybe just things that you, like life journeys, little nuggets of wisdom that you kind of think about? Mm. Well, I think, you know, it's... Uh, it's not easy to identify just like a few because there's so many things happening on a daily basis in your life and they all are little lessons you know that they teach you something and of course you try not to uh, you know to go through um, the same mistakes many times when you're especially when you're young you do a lot of mistakes and uh, they just just need to go through those mistakes in order to learn and to understand what you want and the way you want it and um, so you know yes I definitely went through a lot of um, weird experiences as well maybe one that comes to my mind straight away is when I was young and I started to deal with like big labels and management companies and all that lot if I had a little bit more experience then and I, or I had someone they would kind of suggest things to me I would have definitely done things differently and maybe set up my own label immediately and don't go with the big labels which in the end of the day always try to exploit you as an artist and then squeeze you like an orange until there's juice and then when there's no more juice you know uh, off you go and in comes the next the next one so that was definitely one of the experiences that taught me a lot you know going through all of that and um, and then I guess you know experiences that we all kind of experience really more or less you know love experiences uh, friend friendships experiences that maybe after a while they all of a sudden they vanish and uh, you've been friends with some people for many many years and you just discover that they're not like you you thought they were and you know all sorts of life experiences really uh, I'm sure uh, we can all kind of, you know, identify with those things uh, through our life. And um, probably that's why also we are all here on the island. We, we find our place and we 
now you know live in a space where we are happy with ourselves or at least we try and uh, enjoy living with the uh, like-minded people really well but miles thank you very much that's really really kind of you to share with us it's much appreciated so thank you for joining us thank you bye Inseparable, it's the reset.